Welcome back to Fanny Pack Fatherhood. I'm Brandon. And this is Jonathan. And so to start this very special episode off today, and uh, this quote might even give people an idea of what we're going to be talking about, is, um, so this is from a song, and it's one of one of my favorite artists. I'm not going to say her name or anything, but um, she has a song called Chase Me. Hmm. And uh, she's a British recording artist. I like jazz, like you know, but here's the words of the song. It says, um, if you chase me, I never stopped reaching out. Just seek me out beyond the moonbeams. Chase me. I'll be yours forever for a day. Chase me or I'll slip away. And the song talks about the, basically the relationship between um, two people that um love each other and are having that, you know, that pursue, pursue relationship where one is chasing the other one. And one of the things that happens in marriages in general is through time, it's very easy, especially once you have children to stop dating your yeah. wife. And, um, I, you know, this is my 20th year of marriage. Mm. And um, I, I'm trying to remember. I know you said it on one of the previous podcasts. What what year is this for you? Uh, I'm about to die. Oh, no, I'm just getting off. Fifteen years. Yeah, fifteen years. So so, you know, between the two of us, we've got what what do they call that? Thirty five years of of marriage experience. Hello. Now I do want to take a quick break. Uh, now you you just read a song, mm -hmm. and that's some very touching words. Mm. I felt that. Oh, yeah. So I think I, I should share a song that I feel relates to how I feel about my wife. Okay. Now, I'm not going to say the name of the artist like you did, but the name of the song is My Chick Bad. So the lyric says, my chick bad, my chick hood. My chick do stuff that your chick wish she could. Oh. My chick better than yours. Ride or die chick. With a pocket full of relish. I mean, come on. You can't get no better than that. You can't get no better than that. But I'll tell you the first time I heard that song, it was on a ringtone for one of our mutual friends. And <laughs> Wes. <laughs> Look, you told me that. You told me that. Guess what? What? That's our ringtone now. Is it? <laughs> yeah, it is. I yeah. remember when it went off and we were just looking at him and he and he started like shaking his head, you know. And yeah. everything. He was like, so Wes, if you listen to this, I stole I stole your ringtone. <laughs> it was so good, man. Yeah. But um, but yeah, uh so yeah, it uh what well what happens is you you get married. Yeah. You know, and, and the, the lead up, you, you know, you're, you're dating, you know, and you got the butterflies in your stomach and you still, you know, you're going out you're, yeah. you know, Hey, you're looking for that new restaurant mm -hmm. that she's never been to before. You're being creative. Oh yeah. And that creativity is romantic to her. And yeah. just the thought of you seeking after her, you know. If and, if your name was Jonathan, you were trying to write her poetry in cards. You're gonna take that out there. You know, come on, no, we don't want to talk about that. So so just so the audience is aware, we were over at their house for dinner one night and his wife <laughs> brings out these books. And she has kept this, these like cards with this writing. And I'm, I'm like, oh, it's oh so good. Lord. We need to have an episode where we just go back and read no. the things that he wrote his wife God, back no. in the day. You know what? Let's read them. 
Because did I not get her? Didn't I get her though? It, yeah. It, now I wrote it should the, be the stuff, but it, didn't I get her? It should her. be the playbook to like win the woman of your dreams right. or something. Because I won. That's I a million won. dollar idea right there. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you do. You you do all of these things when you're mm-hmm. when you you like you're like man. You know I I want to get to know her. I want to. Yeah. You know, so you're trying to impress her. So you, you dress nice. You, you know, I I remember like when I was dating, I I would go to a store, I would try on like, I know this sounds crazy. I I might try on six, seven shirts to try to find out the right one. And then I got to try on the right pants and the shoes have to line up. Bro, that's so funny because I found out Trina like guys with sweaters. Mm -hmm. So when we started dating, and honestly, kind of before we dated, I would go out and buy a ton of sweaters, mm-hmm. just like like fitted sweaters to where it just you know show shows the the the, the muscle muscles a little bit. That's long gone now, but back then. <laughs> <laughs> so the other day, my my my. Uh, my seven-year-old, he told me, he says, he says, dad, I got to get to work on my abs. And I go, you got to get to work on your abs. What are you talking about? Oh my Lord. And he's like, he's like, he's like, no, he goes, I got to get to work on my abs because Valentine's day is coming up. <laughs> and I go, whoa, 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 hold on, hold on. You want stop the, the press. Abs. Yeah. I was like, stop the press. What, 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 what is this? And, and I said, you, first of all, number one, you better not take your shirt off anywhere. Right. And and when as soon as I said that, he goes, no, 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 Dad. What you do is you get a shirt that's really, really tight so your abs poke out. Oh, come on. And I looked at him and I'm like. All right. Oh, my word. I was like, and I want to know. And I I looked at my wife and I said, you know, you were you were more aggressive, like because my wife, even though like I was very attracted to her, she dated one of my friends before, you know, we got together but she was the one that like came to me one night and was like, Hey, if you break up with your girlfriend, I'd like Dang. to date you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she go, she gave you options. Yeah. And so, and so I told her, I said, you, you see what's happening with the young, young one here. I said, he gets that from you. Mm-hmm. I said, because I wasn't like that. Yeah. And it's so funny. Cause like my, my oldest, well, our, our boys are the same age, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The oldest, okay. Yeah. So yeah, he does the same thing. He gets uh he got some type of a pull up bar for Christmas, and every time I come home, all I hear is like the the squeaking sound of that thing. I like, and then I'm like, "What are you doing? I'm I'm, I'm getting these abs. I'm getting these abs." <laughs> I'm like, "Dude, yeah." So, but okay, but that's the thing. You do all of this stuff, mm-hmm. and then you get married. You get married. Have and then kids. all of a sudden, the reality, I remember, I remember like as soon my wife and I, I remember the first day I went to work right after our honeymoon and I was like, oh, oh, I got to go to work now. What? <laughs> right. <laughs> I was like, what? what? But that, that's what happens. You, it, it's, it's time for reality yeah, to sink in. And so you, you start working, you start mm-hmm getting involved in everything. Eventually you get kids. Oh yeah. You know, I, I feel like I blinked my eyes and we're 20 years down the road now, bro. And so four years, our kids will be out of high school. Out of high school. Yeah. Actually we, less than that. We were talking about it tonight. Yeah. And so what happens to the romance? What happens to the pursuit? I mean, the question is, is are we still pursuing our ladies? 
And then the next question is, is if we're not, mm-hmm. what steps should we be doing to make sure that we are pursuing them and that they know they are our ladies? Yeah, that man, that's 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 the ultimate question right there, because, um, I, you know, I always thank God for my wife. We were best friends in high school, uh, even though people didn't believe it, but we were. We didn't date until after high school. And, you know, got married after we dated. Um, you know, she she came to me. And it, it was like, I, I thinking back on it, I'm like, man, I wouldn't think that was such a big deal of a topic to bring up. But she brought to me like, you know, you need to pick up your step in a romance uh, category. You know, you did a great job back in the day. Yeah, but now what? But now, where, where are you at? Mm-hmm. And I'm like. Dang, I'm like, oh, okay. I look, and I'm like, okay, well, I bought you your favorite candy bar <laughs> last oh, week, you know. Come on, no, that's not gonna no. at all. That that's not yeah. gonna cut it at all. She, that's my reasonable service. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but so far as keeping it, you know, keeping it live in the marriage to continuously date your wife is because she's not the same person. 10, 15, 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. Like I, I can give a perfect example. Um, when we first dated, she didn't like eggs or fish. Mm-hmm. No, no matter what way it was cooked. Now, not say she loves it, but now she's like cooking it more often because she, right. she likes it. Right. You know, not say she's crazy about it, but she likes it now. So, we we as people, husband wives, or just people that in general, we we change over time, mm-hmm. and so she's not the same her she was when y'all first met. Right, you know things she loves, she probably hate now. You, you know the other the other day, I was out of town, and the city that I was in, I was out of town for work, and it was about seven o'clock that night, and I had went out for dinner, and I was close to a shopping mall that we went to almost every weekend when we were in our early twenties. Mm-hmm. And I called my wife and I said, Hey, I'm in the shopping mall that we would go to all the time. And I asked her, I said, why did we go here all the time? She's like, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I, I wanted to. And I'm like, we really never bought anything. It was like, we always came to the shopping mall like every weekend though. And I never liked it. And she's like, mm-hmm. well, I thought I did. But now that I think about it, I didn't really like it either. Yeah. And I'm, I'm like, well, I, I guess we just thought that this is what you do. I, I don't, yeah. and we started talking about it a little bit, but if, if there's something like I really want to do to show my wife that like, I'm, I'm really laser focused on her mm-hmm. and on what's important to her. Mm-hmm. Like I come home and I'm like, Babe, is there anything around the house that you need me to do? And I'm totally free right now. Mm-hmm. In fact, I mean, is there a picture that you need hung? Is there something that that you've needed? You know, a couple of weeks ago, I scrubbed all of the floors downstairs in our house. And, you know, like it's all like yeah. all all yeah. floors. I mean, so I mean it. And like the next day, actually, the next like five days, like my back was killing me. I was like, oh, my God, I can't mm-hmm. believe I did that. But. But I came into the house and I was just like, all right, you need me to do the floors. Mm-hmm. What else do you need me to do? We went into and she, she was uh, in the bedroom and we got ready to go to bed that night. And I said, okay, tomorrow I'm available. 
if they're, if they're, I know there was a closet you wanted us to clean out. I know that. And I started listing things that I knew. I said, I'm, I've set aside my time. I've right. cleared it out. I'm not worried about what I was wanting to do over the right. weekend. What do you want me to do? And she's like, Oh, okay. So I want to do this. I wanna do, I'm like, okay. And then like the next weekend, I was like, I know that this was important. And I started doing that like for a few weekends mm-hmm. to just try to not only because there's things we need to do, but I wanted her to know, Hey, I'm laser focused mm-hmm. on what's important to you yeah. because I know that that's a, a surefire way to show her yeah. that she's important to me. See, I, honestly, you're brave because uh, I'm not asking about the honey do list. I hate the honey do list. I'm killing the honey do list. But I get exactly what here you're is saying. wisdom. <laughs> I'm trying to give you wisdom <laughs> <Right>? here. <laughs> you learn something, man. <laughs> you know, and maybe that's that 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 five year difference. Yeah, I'm 15 this, years. This is 20 between, years, <laughs> right? Wait till you get to the 20 year club, Jack. <laughs> you know, uh, but yeah, like, um, I like like you were saying, you know. Make sure she, you see those young guys there in the store buying their wife's flowers and you're like, <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm like, they ain't going to last them two days. <laughs> we'll see about that. <laughs> let, let me know when you really ready to buy. Something. And I'm standing there with like a scrub brush and a bucket you know going, saying? you don't have any idea. Right? Like you just, let me see when you, when you buy her, her favorite candy. Let me see that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, but I, I think uh, another good thing is that, a lot of people don't look into is mm-hmm. uh, marriage retreat weekends, yeah, or days depending upon how they have it set up. Mm-hmm. Uh, do marriage retreats, yeah, you know, because they have that specifically designed one to help your marriage, but two to help each other feel special mm-hmm. on that retreat. So I definitely would encourage that. That'll be one of the things. Absolutely. And and that's another thing too. But outside of the marriage retreats, I listen to marriage and relationship podcasts like mm-hmm. almost every day. Yeah. And I try to look for those nuggets that I can apply to my relationship yeah. all the time. And, and and I don't just like walk in my front door and change something. And like my wife's like, what what what, what in the world's going on? Like I'll tell my wife, I'm like, hey, I was listening to this podcast and they were talking about this, this, and this in the relationship. And I was thinking about that. And I was mm-hmm. thinking, maybe I'm not doing so well in this. And I would like to change that. And and then I look back to her for coaching. Yeah. And and I'm willing to take that that criticism, if it is criticism, but not from a standpoint of seeing it as a negative, but seeing it as a positive, saying, how can I improve our relationship? And then turn that into a positive and yeah. again, not only are we open in that communication, but then as we proceed forward, yeah. she sees again, going back to, I, I'm in this, I'm in this, um, uh, mode or, or place. I can't think of the right word, right? This, this moment of, I want everything to be focused around her understanding mm-hmm. that our relationship and seeing it grow and flourish even deeper and into higher depths yeah. than it is, is a key importance to me. Yeah. And, and not only because it is, but my hopes through that 
is that she'll also see that I'm doing this for us. And so she'll see right. it as a pursuit of her That's good. as well. I get, yeah, I definitely get what you're saying. Um, cause I know for Trina, her, one of her biggest things is communication. And I, I, it is something I'm, I haven't perfected. I've gotten better, but I'm still trying to learn how to effectively communicate because, you know, me, I'm, you know, I, I won't write everything down. Right. That's going to happen. But, you know, I kind of like wing things off. You know, mm-hmm. it's, I know what's going on in my head, but I don't communicate that out outwardly. So when something comes up, you know, she's like, well, we got to do this. Well, no, we're doing this because I already had this thought out. Well, you, did you communicate that with me? I'm like, oh, no, I didn't. But can we still do it? <laughs> you know, and then we end up doing it, you know. So, you know, it's just it, it's. It's a bad compromise, you mm-hmm. know. Um, so one of the books that we read together, uh, which is a really awesome book, is uh, Love and uh, Respect. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't remember the name of the writer, but pretty much the the gist of the book is guys communicate through respect. Mm-hmm. And women communicate through love. Uh, one of the greatest examples in the book to me was where he said that uh, you will never have a problem with your wife coming up to you saying, you don't respect me enough because that's how, that's the nature of guys is respect. You know, if you kind of have a problem with another guy, what, what what's the, what's the issue? Oh man, you, you going to disrespect me? Mm. You know what I'm saying? So, You'll never hear your wife saying, oh, you don't respect me enough. And vice versa, you will never hear, or you will rarely hear, let me not say never, but you will rarely hear a husband say, you don't love me enough. With a husband, it'll be it'll be vice versa. I feel like you don't respect me enough. And then the wives, well, I feel like you don't love me enough. So it talks about how women hear and see through the language of love and how men hear and see through the language of respect. What, what's the name of the book? Uh, love and respect. Okay. I'm, I'm, let me, I'll, yeah. I'll have to look it up. I, I'm not familiar with it. Yeah. So, but y'all went through that book together. Yeah. Well, yes. Not like we didn't read a lot. Okay. Chapter by chapter together, but like, uh, you know, she, we was reading. Y'all, y'all need to read it and then yeah. discuss, discuss what you're reading and kind of yeah. how y'all felt about it or whatnot. Exactly. Uh, so the book from, from what I'm looking up, I thought I looked up. Yeah. No, I was, I was just curious that way if somebody was listening, if, if it sounded like something that they wanted to check out. Yeah, here we go. Then, um, then I want to, I want to look it up because I'm not familiar with it at yeah. all. So it's the love she most desires. Love and respect, the respect he desperately needs. Uh, Dr. Emerson Agrich. Okay. Agritz. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll check it out. Yeah. It's, it's really good. It's really good. But yeah. So, uh, you know, reading books, reading, um, reading self-help books on marriage, you know, like I said, listening to podcasts on other couples talking about, um, marriage, mm-hmm. you know, taking those little nuggets to help you e- help evolve your 
relationship. Because mm-hmm. like, you know, like we said before, you know, life get the best of you. It gets you in this system. And now you're on autopilot. You work. You're, yeah, you're not communicating. You're not you're not dating anymore. Yeah. You're not pursuing each other. At all. You know, and and that's when <laughs> the problems starting to rise. I mean, not, you know. Well, but that, that I think that that's when the door can be opened yeah. to um, other people. You start to notice other people or, or other people start to pay attention to you yeah. possibly. And, and then that can be a bad situation oh, yeah. for your relationship uh, yeah. for sure. Um, but I, I think that if you are vested in the health of your relationship, mm-hmm. you're going to keep that communication open. You're going to be doing those things together. I know that um, one of the things, you know, and because of my travel schedule for me, I, I don't get to have as many date nights with my wife as I would like. But what I try to do is when we do have the date nights, I try to make it as big of a deal as possible. Yeah. And I remember the last one that we had, I took her out to a, a very nice restaurant, one that we neither uh, of, uh, of us had ever been to. Mm-hmm. And when we sat down to eat, we ordered and... I, I looked at the appetizers and I looked at everything and I was like, yeah, give us that, give us that, give us that. And my wife's like looking at me and I'm like, what? We haven't been out in a while. And <laughs> right. and, I, and, and I want a little bit of everything. Yeah. And I was like, this is about you. I want, yeah. I, what, you know, Make whatever you, you like want. There's no worries. Yeah. Focuses on it. Just enjoy yourself. And then, and I got yeah, and then they brought the check and I was like, okay. You go to the bathroom first. Right. No, I didn't know. <laughs> but, but that's why you called me that night to pick you up. Yeah. But but I wanted that to be special. I wanted that evening. Absolutely. You know, and and then she, you know, there's a trip that she's wanting to take later this year, and even this afternoon we were talking about that. We were like, if we want to make this trip happen, here's the way that we mm-hmm. need to do it. And it's going to be a week of that's only us. Yeah. We're not going to have the kids. It's just going to be us. You got so the the trip's going to be focused on us. And then there's ways that you at the house, the playfulness, the yeah, you know, we still joke around with each other like we did mm-hmm. when we first got married. We've never lost that. Yeah, and I'm not saying that that is the only bit of glue, but yeah. I think about that a lot. I think that that is a is definitely something that helps strengthen the relationship as it begins to stretch at times as the years has went. Yeah. Yeah. It could be healing through laughter. Cause I, I joke with my wife until this day um, about, about a boyfriend she has, you know, of course it's not her boyfriend, but this, uh, you know, somebody out there, you know, uh, we feel like kind of looks at her a little funny. So I'm like, well, your boyfriend looking at you again, (laughs) you know? So, but, um, yeah, definitely taking time out, you know, and, and you know, like I said, you took her out to the restaurant and for people that's on a budget, you know, it doesn't have to be a restaurant. It could be mm-hmm. going for a walk. It could be going, you know, get a cup of coffee, you know, and try something different besides Starbucks. Right. Try something new. Like, okay, well, never been here. Well, let's, let's see what it's about. You mm-hmm. know, what, a cup of coffee, what, 15 bucks, 10 bucks, whatever it may be. Y'all sit down, talk, you know, find out what's going on with each other. Uh, and you'll see once you get that communication going, you'll find out, okay, well, I didn't know this was bothering her. Mm-hmm. I didn't know this was on our mind. 
you know, oh, okay. And then she asks about what's going on with you. You get to express some things that you didn't think you would be able to get to express. And now you're all on your way to progressing in the marriage. Mm-hmm. You know? So I remember uh, when she was telling me about my issue with communication, <clears throat> she she followed up to ask me. She was like, she asked me, what what's your vision for this family? Mm. And that's deep. Like, I'm like, ooh. I'm like, ooh, that, that, how, how you going to hit me off with that? But, you know, with her asking me that, I'm thinking, do you not know? Mm. Like, you know, you know what I'm about. You know me. You know who I am. You know my characteristics. Mm-hmm. She may know that. But if I'm not communicating. Yeah. Where's the plan? Where's the plan? Mm. You know, if I'm not communicating that with her, then how is she supposed to know? Mm-hmm. And not, you know, and that communication is, is, is key because, you know, she, she could have took that and just been mad at me and not, not known about it. Things could have boiled up, you know, caused issues, but effective communication can work wonders. Mm-hmm. You know, we, uh, I remember we had a really good night where we went out for a walk and it, it, the walk wasn't even intentional. We, we took the dogs out. Uh, something was going in the backyard where we couldn't just let them out in the backyard. So well, let's take them for a walk. And, you know, we end up holding hands. We're talking. How's your day? And, you know, she started talking about what was going on with her and this, that, and the other. And that, and I was able to, effectively communicate to her things about my vision for the family. Mm. And then with that, she's like, oh, well, I had no idea. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, really? They're like, yeah. But I feel so much better now that you tell me that. Mm -hmm. Well, I think that that's where we, we feel at times that we have a clear vision and we feel like because we're living that vision that people just automatically know what that is. Yeah. But we haven't. We haven't laid it out. We haven't talked about it. We haven't discussed it. You know, I know that um, one of the things that my wife and I have talked about is creating our family core values, like in, in, a, in a printed form that we can actually put on the walls mm. in, in the house. Yeah. And to where we can walk through the house in different areas and, and see that's one of our family core values. That's good. That's who we are. Yeah. This is the vision of the family. Right. This is where we're going. These are the things that are important to us. This that, is what's going to push us down the path that we want to right. arrive at. And that I love that because with all that, the sugar spice and everything nice you just named, that, to, in my opinion, creates a legacy for your family. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that transcends generations. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because like I know for... One of, for my family, one of the things I, you know, I, I want to do effectively is to give back right to the community, right? Or whoever needs help, I want my family to understand the core value of giving back and not just holding everything to yourself that you receive in life. Mm-hmm. Knowledge, finances, you know, uh, spiritual walk, all the above. Mm-hmm. Everything you get, you you get in. Let's find a way to return that back. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because somebody did it for you. Mm-hmm. So you can do it for somebody else. Mm. 
Man, that's good. Well, that that brings us right up at our um, 30-minute mark, which is where we were wanting to uh, take the podcast before we're we're going to try. And uh, so I'll edit this out if it doesn't happen, but right. we're... we're <laughs> We're going to try to um, do maybe a quick like two to three minute interview with uh, with each of our wives, um, just talking about some of the, you know, their perception of some things in regards to communication and um, what we're maybe what we're doing right, what we're doing wrong. We don't know. We'll we'll see how it happens. And if it makes it into the episode, it makes it. We were able to convince our wives to participate as long as it's a very short amount of time, but that's great. So what we've been talking about is the, the fact that there needs to be a continual pursual. And just because you get married doesn't mean you stop dating, you stop communicating, you enter into these worlds of just working all the time and not focused on each other at all and things like that. So just real quick to add to our audience, I'd like to ask you what are, I already know what Jonathan said earlier, because you haven't listened to the episode, but what are some things that Jonathan does, in your opinion, that shows his continual pursuit of you in your relationship? Well... I'm sorry. I'm trying to think of the good ones. Be, be I think the candid. latest one. Be very candid. Be honest. I think his latest one that cracks me up, that lets me know in a quirky way of how he feels about me, is his ringtone, his new ringtone, which cracks me up every time I hear myself call his phone. Um, so, yeah. I don't even know what the song is called, but it cracks me up. Um, I would say the second thing is he's um, very affectionate. Um, I don't like, I'm claustrophobic. So like if someone hovers over me, I'm like. Get away. Yeah, exactly. But he's very affectionate. So I have to. Allow him to hover. <laughs> that makes sense. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but it's good because if he wasn't that way, then I would be concerned. So it's a good thing. Um, I would say Jonathan likes to date. He likes to take me out. What else? Every now and then he'll try to sing. Oh, we he need we need to hear more about that. And he, that's the end of Trina's episode. <laughs> hold on, he did not mention anything oh, yeah. about this. So. Every now and then he'll try to he'll try to sing. Does he add a dance too, or is it just a song? Oh, it depends on what song. Let it be some '90s R&B, and he'll try to yeah. Oh man, he'll even try to hit you with a ooh yeah. You oh know? wow. But um, yeah. Every now and then. He's, he's blushing right now, just so our studio audience and those outside the studio audience knows. And he's so not a dancer, but he will sacrifice and some nights will slow dance. Oh. I'm a good slow dancer. Yeah. And, and according to him, he's a good slow dancer. Yeah, he's a good slow dancer. Just don't speed up the tempo. 
Okay. Yeah, because then it gets ugly. that Johan side, you know, that Johan <laughs> oh, <laughs> that comes whatever, out. Whatever. Oh man! But I mean, he's he's he likes to date. I think he likes the um, he likes the chase. Like he still likes the you know how you just like tag if you like the girl. Yeah, he likes that. So that's a good thing. It's a good sign. And that that's that's something that uh, that we were talking about earlier on the podcast. So that's good. I think I think your wife needs to join Fanny Pack Fatherhood as a co-host. Maybe we can have three co-hosts. No, no, <laughs> no. Okay, so okay, so uh, last question: what What would be one thing that you would like to see him do? I would like him to not be so serious in the planning. Um, sometimes um, you can exhaust yourself on what you can do for a date when it can be something simple as literally a picnic in a park, um, taking some, you know, food out the house and just going to the park. Or even if it isn't a date, it can be a little note thinking about you today, not a text message, but you know, get a little sticky thinking about you today. Or this made me think, so he doesn't have to think so hard um, when it comes to. That's the little things that count. Yeah, definitely. But I think Jonathan will exhaust his mind trying to outdo his last date. <laughs> he, he's, he's taking notes now, just for everybody. He, he's he's going to have this, this episode on um, uh, replay, automatic replay nonstop. Okay. Well, yeah, those are all good. And what's, what's interesting is you have not heard the first half of the episode and you have no context, but it, you can totally tell that you guys are on the same page and you have open communication because your answers outside of the dancing and the singing <laughs> are are spot on. So that's that's great. All right. So in earlier in our episode, we we're talking about how husbands continue to date uh, their wives and, uh, you know, still chasing them and continuously dating them to get to know them because we're never the same as we were last year, the year before, 10 years ago. So we have Mrs. Cremings with us. How you doing? Good. All right. Okay. So I wanted to know the secret. Like, okay, don't don't give me like the Sunday school answer. So I want to know when, what what does Brandon do to keep things fresh? What what does he do like to make you feel like he he's still into you? So this is not a Sunday school version for sure. What? Um, <laughs> well, we don't want X well, rated. <laughs> well, no, I understand. <laughs> no, I mean he always is showing affection physically for sure. Um, physically, physical touch is one of my love, love languages. Um, so he is always hugging me, kissing me, telling he telling me he loves me. Um, he always tells me how pretty I am, and it's not Aww. just sometimes; it's all the time. All the time. Okay, that's what's up. So, how how did okay? How did you guys meet? And what was it about Brandon that that just made you say, you know what, this is my guy? Uh, so how did we meet? Uh, now, we, from my understanding, there were some options there. What do you mean? Like there, there was like a, kind of a somewhat of an ultimatum made. Oh, 
So we originally met when I was 15, I think. I was 15. Um, we met when I was 15, but he was... He looked different mm-hmm. when we were 15. Uh, so, I mean, always very shallow. But his appearance was very different than it is now. So I was not interested in him. I was interested in his best friend. So <laughs> he set me up with his best friend. What, he set you up? Uh-huh. No, nah, see, he didn't tell me that. Mm-hmm, he okay. did. Um, so we didn't start dating until we met again when I was, I guess, 18. Mm-hmm. Uh, in Bible college, and um, I don't know. I just, I, I just knew he was the one. I knew I didn't want a preacher, but mm-hmm. I would be okay with him because I really, really liked him. Um, but when I decided that I liked him, he was dating someone else. Mm, okay. So I told him that if he broke up with her, that I would date him. <laughs> Man, that's crazy. I I think that's 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 sweet, but like that's crazy. Mm. So you 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 wanted him? Yeah, I did. <laughs> the, it's either mm-hmm. me. Yeah, and I or... and I showed up at his church uh, one night. Um, I had my hair done just mm. right, just how I knew he he liked it, and and then I gave him that ultimatum, and then. Just left. Man. Really didn't think See, any more about it. I like what you just said. You said you had your hair the way you knew he liked it. Mm-hmm. So, ladies, do your research. Know what the man likes. For sure. Right? Absolutely. See, write a book, Stephanie. We're we going to buy it. Mm. All right. So, uh, with 20 years of marriage, and, you know, he's affectionate. He's a great dad, great husband. Is there anything you would say, like, with him you know, still chasing you. Is there anything you would say like you would like to see more of or something different from? I really, I really don't think so. I, he gives me everything that I could ever want. And I mean, that's physically, you know, uh, in all aspects of our life, he gives me everything that anyone could ever want. That's so I, I, I think we lack for nothing. All right, I'm going to go ahead and end this episode before I get teary-eyed, you know. Uh, but no, uh, thank you, Stephanie, uh, for that. And um, it, it, it's really great being friends with you guys. Like, real talk, like, we got 15 years of marriage and y'all got 20, and we're like, still taking notes from you guys. So, Well, that's very sweet. We love you guys, too. Oh, yeah, love you, too. Wow, I can't believe we um, were able to convince our wives to help us. Yeah, no lie. I was a little bit nervous because I'm like, I don't know what's coming out of her mouth. Yeah, but my favorite part was when you actually um, took it on yourself to beg both of our wives to participate in this. And uh, that was, that was, I wish I would have taken a picture or video clip or something of that, but that was pretty funny. I feel like I had to get a little aggressive, which I kind of feel like I'm going to regret later, but you know, got the job done. Yeah. But um, 
Wow. What a, what a ending, you know, yeah. to the podcast. <laughs> I know, right? I, mean, I don't know, man. Boy. Wow. Um, <laughs> man, I'm, so, I'm, I'm going to go back and listen to this one. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay. I was like, oh, so I could tone it down a bit? Yeah, I oh, might. Okay. You know, we should both subscribe to this podcast. <laughs> you know, I might just learn something. <laughs> so, all right. So, Brandon, what, what, what's your takeaway from this episode? I really think that it is, it really boils down to, you know, every time we approach an episode, I always think maybe we're going to figure out something new. And sometimes I think there are new things, or maybe we're going to uncover something um, like self-realization or, or something, you know, and then sometimes I think, wow, I can't believe we recorded that, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I think about this episode, the things that keep ringing in my head is just not forgetting what it was like yeah when we first met yeah you know our wives and keeping communication open and mm-hmm. constantly chasing them constantly, constantly making them know that they are number 1 i mean as simple as um you know, I'll send my wife text messages and, and tell her, you know, hey, you're my lady. Don't mm-hmm. forget, you know, and stuff like that. I mean, it, it sounds cheesy, you know, but um, but it, it, it's just availability, yeah. being being present and being focused on that person, maybe. Yeah. Now, um, I know this was supposed to be the end, but I do want to ask a question. What is something that you did, like you specifically did when you were trying to get Stephanie? What was a, something you did to try to win her over that she really didn't realize you were doing, but you knew what you was doing? And with that, I'm going to give an example. When I was ready to date Trina, she was dating somebody else. So... I was her best friend. I didn't make it known mm-hmm. that, like, okay, I'm interested in her. So when she would say, well, I went out on a date, but, you know, I wanted to get a Greek salad before the night is over with. And Greek salad is one of her favorite salads. Like, it's almost like a meal for her. Mm-hmm. And she likes extra feta and extra calamata bottles. So I would go get the salad she wanted and bring it to her, and then we'll be up late talking. But to me, that's me making my secret move, like, oh, he couldn't get you what you want? I got you. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, man, mine's a lot different than that. In fact, I, uh, maybe I should pull my phone out and record your response to um, what I'm about to say. So as my wife said, um, when we – when. We, <laughs> It, it sounds funny, and, I, and I've thought about writing about this before, but um, I still remember the very first time I ever saw her when she mm-hmm. was 15 years old. I still remember where I was. I still remember walking towards her. Wow. I still remember what she was wearing. Um, there was this blue dress. I, I, I mean, I, I remember that like it was yesterday, and I remember what I thought. I thought that she was the most beautiful girl I'd ever seen in my life. Mm. 
And uh, then the very next thought that I had, because I weighed, I weighed, oh, mercy. When we got married, I weighed 150 pounds. And when I met her, I was well over 300 pounds. So my very next thought was a girl that's as beautiful as that would never talk to me. Wow. And so as I was walking towards her, um, I actually said something to the effect of, hey, have you met my friend, Joe? <laughs> you know? Wow. Yeah. Because I was like, there's no way in the world. And so I did not really see her again very much. Um, I saw her off and on, but uh, I'd lost a little bit of weight, not much, maybe 20 pounds. Mm-hmm. And... Um, I had my, my buddy Joe actually connect me with her sister. And so I started dating her sister and she, my wife had to chaperone me and her sister. And so I would get to spend time around her by taking her sister out on dates. Mind blown. Like real. Yeah. And, and so quick little story on that. There was one time my wife worked at, she called it a soda fountain, but it was one of those old fashioned pharmacies that had like the little soda shop still set up. Mm -hmm. And so her sister was sick. And so because my wife worked at a, you know, we were dating. She wasn't my wife then, but she worked at a soda fountain slash pharmacy. And so I used the excuse that that's where she worked to go hang out up there and talk to her and act like I was they're concerned about maybe I should get some medicine for her sister, <laughs> you know, <laughs> but I was really up there to see what she was up to Wow. Um, and, okay. and, and hanging out up there. But then, then I did not really see her uh, after her and my buddy broke up. Uh, I did not really see her for years until I was in college. Mm. And uh, so I remember uh, when we were in college, I had lost over, over 100, 150 pounds. Wow. Um, and so she hadn't seen me. And I still remember the first time that we saw each other then. And, and she was, um, she didn't recognize me. And I was like, no, it's me. And then um, uh, I didn't really think about it. And after that, she pursued me. I mean, it was mm-hmm. totally opposite. So there was nothing that I did, yeah. like in that dating aspect, when we were really like serious Um, but, but I will say this, and this is a story for another day. We, we dated off and on for about two, maybe three months. And when I say we dated off and on, it was like, we were together for like two or three weeks and then we weren't Mm -hmm. for like a month or two. Wow. And then we were together again for like a week. I mean, it was, it was like that. And then I was just like, Hey, let's get married. <laughs> um, really? Yeah. So everybody, when we got married, everybody was like, "Oh my God, they're going to be divorced in no time at all." <laughs> you know, twenty years later. Yeah, it was. Yeah, well, I, you know, we'll save the whole story for some other time. But yeah. yeah. Anyway. Dang, that's that's funny. Yeah, man, it's funny. It's funny how as as guys, when we really want to, when we know we want to pursue the one, what we really would go through to get her. Mm-hmm. Look, before Facebook, Instagram, or whatever social media site, 
when, when you really had to find somebody, when you, when you, when you seen them in a city, you had no idea where they live. You just hope you came across them. Oh again. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. I remember um, when I was in high school, there was this girl that I uh, was really, we were really good friends and I knew where she worked, but uh, I remember, you know, going up, she worked at Kroger's and I would go up there and, and like buy a Coke just so I could go through her line and mm-hmm. say hi to her. We didn't have Facebook. We didn't have exactly. anything like that. <laughs> when you really had to talk to people. Yeah. Yeah. Different world. Different world. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So, ladies and gentlemen, uh, that does wrap out, wrap up this episode of Fanny Pack Fatherhood. Uh, thank you guys for listening. And please like and subscribe to our Facebook and subscribe through Apple Podcasts uh, and also through Spotify. Uh Looking forward for you guys to hear more episodes coming.